The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. With so many people living longer, the fear of outliving your money becomes a reality for many of us. Will I be a financial burden? Will I outlive my money? How will I be remembered? My name is Neil Himmelstein, president of Main Street Planning Group. Please contact me by visiting MainStreetPlanningGroup.com. That's MainStreetPlanningGroup.com or call 631-647-4694. I will introduce you to strategies that will guarantee you will not outlive your money, that can guarantee you will not be a burden on your loved ones. Through a collaborative approach, we will uncover solutions that offer tax-efficient strategies, lifetime income, and legacy planning. Choice, organization, direction, and education. That is the code we stand behind. Contact MainStreetPlanningGroup.com. That's MainStreetPlanningGroup.com or call 631-647-4694. And listen to me every Friday at 3 p.m. as I host the Main Street Code for Financial Success right here on 103.9 LI News Radio. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Main Street Code for Financial Success. I'm your host, Neil Himmelstein. I'm here every Friday at 3 o'clock. If you miss an episode, you can catch me on the LA News Radio app and Spotify and Apple. And uh, you can always go to my website at themainstreetcode.com. And if you have any questions or concerns or just want to talk, give me a call at 631 647 4694. Our code means choice, organization, direction, and education. And we are a wholesaler for life insurance, annuities, disability, and long-term care. Everyone says, what's a wholesaler? We're an independent wholesaler. We represent over 30 different insurance companies, and we cater that insurance company to a client's needs. But more importantly, we have other insurance agents that contact us for programs all the time and they ask me questions we bring in they bring in clients all the time we have attorneys and cpas that ask us questions because we are experts in the area life insurance annuities disability long-term care and we have some knowledge in some other areas too uh like 401k planning uh this week a couple things happened um as a matter of fact on my way over here to the station today uh, i got a call from one of my good agents and um he was uh, has a client who has annuity, and it's you know the only reason I'm saying it. There must have been an article in Barron's or one of the or Wall Street Journal, one of the big uh, financial papers about a little known thing called Culex. Everybody says, "What's a Culex?" Well, Culex is a qualified longevity annuity contract. Uh, it's offered by. Uh, annuity companies, a couple of companies, and I have to see who's offering it now, uh, but we definitely have them. And in the Obama administration, uh, this occurred so that people can actually delay distributions of their IRAs and 401ks so that they can defer taxes. So I don't, I have to refresh myself on what the current rules are. Uh, but all of a sudden, I'm getting questions on this, and I happen to know a little bit of knowledge because I knew all the rules. But again, rules change, and you could take up to $100,000 and not take the distribution on that at age 72, uh, like a normal distribution, and you can defer it 
about 10 years. So if you have any questions regarding that, give me a call. I'll do the research and, you know, for your individual needs. Um, something else came up this week with my own portfolio of life insurance products I have. My wife was insistent that I go over it and do a review like I do for everybody else. And I have to say, I'm like the shoemaker sometime, you know, who doesn't, who doesn't wear good shoes. And as I was reviewing my policies, um, uh, I'm 64. I wanted, you know, I bought a policy in good faith, uh, was preferred non-smoker, excellent rating. And I wanted to convert the policy. And the insurance company said, well, I'm now going to rate you table B, which is not right. I filed a complaint with the New York State Department of Insurance because when you buy a policy and you have a conversion privilege, you have the rights to convert it at your health when you convert it. Not that I'm unhealthy, but now all of a sudden, on some of these conversion products, they have rules if you don't convert in a certain time. And I'm questioning those rules. I don't think they're correct. So you have to review your policies. And I learned a lesson because I should have looked at this three years ago, four years ago. Now they're saying that I don't have what I think I have. And that's very frustrating to me. So even if you have conversion privilege, you bought term in good faith. And, you know, I have many different insurance policies in my portfolio, as do many of my clients uh, that come to me. And here I looked at this one policy that I was ready to convert, and they're telling me it's going to be rated now very heavily, and I'm not happy about that. So um, you find that with a lot of companies, and I'm not going to mention the company because this could be ugly, but you find with a lot of companies that the conversion products that they, you originally thought you were able to get are not there anymore. And typically... You can look at companies, you know, I'm not going to talk about the company I have, but like MetLife, which no longer MetLife is offering new products. So you can only convert to a certain product for when you bought it. Um, you can only convert to a whole life product, which is not the highest dividend paying whole life like you could. Or some of these other companies, you know, the product is not the best product. It's a conversion product so that conversion privilege you have only lasts for a certain number of years and then after a certain time period the insurance companies are saying oh no 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 you can convert it but you're going to get this not that it's not right call me if you're looking to convert or just to review your policies it's so so important to review your policies on an annual basis at least and not let this happen to where you, you want to make sure that you have what you have when you want to have it because that's what a good insurance program is. It's when you need it, when you need it to do what you wanted to do, you want to make sure you can do it. So just because you've bought products in the past, don't set it and forget it. You have to review them. Uh, I have another client I'm working with this week. Um, happens to be a, a good guy. He sent me, he had eight different insurance policies that he wanted me to look at because he stopped paying premiums on them. And this is a very interesting thing. If you And the policies, he, they built up cash in all of them, but he stopped paying premiums. So what happens typically when you don't pay premiums, depending on the type of policy you have, and these are all cash value policies, some of them go into a loan status. 
And what happens if you have a loan and you don't address it? And I'm going to talk about loan rescue strategies in a minute. Well, typically what happens is that loan will compound. They're never going to ask you, oh, you got to come up with a check until it's desperate time. And then they're saying the insurance company will then reach out to you and say, hey, your policy is going to lapse if you don't come up with X amount of dollars. They're going to ask for that loan every year, the loan interest, and they're going to ask for the premium every year. And you elect not to pay it and not pay the loan. So whatever that loan is and the loan interest comes off the death benefit side. So if I have a $200,000 policy, for instance, and I have a $50,000 loan on it, that's fine. I used that $50,000 to buy a house, to put a down payment, to do this, to do that. I didn't pay it back right away. It's no problem. They're not giving me a bill. But all of a sudden, next year, I haven't paid anything back, and now that loan is $52,000, and the following year is $55,000, and it's $60,000, because the interest starts to compound. Now that $200,000 death benefit that I thought I had, and something happens to me, that loan and the interest all get subtracted from that death benefit. So now, with that $60,000 loan, maybe it's worth $140,000. So this is what happens. And then, if the policy is getting ready to, you know, where it's in crucial standpoint, if you don't pay something, it's going to lapse. You say, oh, I don't need the insurance anymore. Let it lapse. Well, guess what, folks? You let that happen on an old whole life policy, and all those dividends they paid for all those years now become taxable to you. The insurance company doesn't tell you that, but you have a big surprise if you had a policy for a long time and you took out a loan and you haven't paid it back, and oh my God, well, I don't need the policy anymore. All of a sudden, you're going to have a humongous tax, and you won't have any insurance. So we have worked with, for many years, on what we call loan rescue strategies. And after the break, I'm going to talk about some of the strategies that you need to, that need to take place. And most insurance advisors have no idea about this. The insurance companies won't tell you about this. This is why you need to reach out to the MainStreetCode.com or call me at 631-647-4694 to review your insurance policies because you could be at jeopardy of not only losing your insurance, but you could be at jeopardy of having a big tax to pay that you never expected. It's great when those taxes grow tax deferred and everything else, but at some point, the government's going to come knocking, so we got to go through strategies. And when we come back, we're going to go through seven different strategies we use if you have a loan on your policy. Thank you, and we'll be back right after this commercial. Thank you. Welcome back to the Main Street Code for Financial Success. Again, I'm your host, Neil Himmelstein. And if you heard me before the break, we were talking about a very, very important topic. If you have old policies and or, you know, even if they're term policies and you haven't converted them or... Uh, you want to convert them and you want to continue your coverage, you got to make sure that you have good conversion privileges. And even if you're buying term policies today, you want to make sure that you check on the conversion privileges because many of the cheap term policies don't even have conversion privileges. So all of a sudden you're out of insurance. 
And then we have many people who have many insurance policies over the years and they have loans on them because either A, they didn't pay the premiums, B, they took out money from the policy and never bothered to pay it back because they really didn't have to. There was no demand letters. And the, we have developed, and, and there are some what we call loan rescue strategies that many insurance people don't even know about, accountants don't know about, until it's too late when they realize that their client gets a big tax bill and they lose their insurance simultaneously. What a devastating blow. You know, I've had this insurance for 30 years. I've heard it 100 times. And I get calls all the time for 30 years and um, I'm going to let it go, you know, because I don't need the insurance anymore. But what they don't realize is if they let it go and they had the cash value policy, all those dividends that those whole lives have been paying are now taxable if that policy lapses. So you got to stop it from lapsing. So here are some of the loan strategies. I, I listed them out. Uh, I'm going to read a little bit, so I apologize. I, everything usually is extemporaneous, but uh, I'm just going to refer to my notes a little bit. So the first strategy is really to repay the loan. Now, you don't have to pay it all at once. You may want to take it parts, but you need a strategy on how to pay it back. You may just want to pay interest and rely on the dividends. That's fine, but as I said before the break, that loan and the interest, whatever it is, comes from the death benefit. So people don't realize, oh, it's my death benefit less the loan. The loan is repaid at death, but that might be fine. But if that loan grows, 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 it could be, if it grows to more than the death benefit, the policy is going to lapse. So then the policy has no cash in it. Then it's then it's done kaput, and then you get a big tax and you lose the policy. So you got to be very careful if you want this protection and you want to keep that protection that you develop a strategy to pay it back. Second thing that we do, and people don't realize, is we review the interest rate on the loan. Now, whole life policies have two types of interest charges. Uh, one could be a variable rate, just like a mortgage could be a variable rate, and one could be a fixed rate. And in many of the policies, you have the option to switch back and forth, variable rate and fixed rate. Now, while we were in an extremely low interest rate environment, the variable rate was extremely attractive. Now that we're in a high interest rate environment, that variable rate may not be attractive because they all have caps on the fixed rate. But still, you have to be scared because the fixed rate especially on older whole life policies, I've seen 8% on a regular basis as an interest rate. Now, if the dividends are only paying 4 and 6% and you have an 8% loan rate, your and even if you are paying your premiums, your policy is going underwater. It's losing value every year because of the interest compounding on that loan. So you have to be very cognizant of that. So we... We'll go do a deep dive of your policy. We'll call the insurance company and figure out what is their interest rate. And then you want to find out what their dividend rate is and how is this going to perform in a number of scenarios. And how do I pay the least amount or pay the most amount or whatever so that I can have the valued benefit that I'm looking for at the end game, whether it be, you know, death benefit or just not have the policy lapse or, you know, 
whatever the end game is, that is very important. The second thing we do when we look at that interest rate, there are banks out there, very specific banks, that will loan you money against your policy at a lower rate, what used to be a lower rate. They used to run it at prime. Now we have to look at the rates. But if the bank will refinance that loan, and you don't have to apply for that loan with a bank, they're going to hold your policy hostage for that loan just like the insurance company's holding you hostage. So the terms of paying it back are still flexible, but and and everything else, you know, if they need to pull the loan, if the policy starts going sour, they might need to pull the loan. But at the end of the day, it's something other, no bank loan, no credit checks, none of that stuff. It's not going to affect your credit. They, they'll hold the loan at a lower rate until you pay it back and you can work that strategy. So that's, that's a second strategy when we review the interest rates. So actually refinancing the loan. Uh, that's our third strategy. Uh, the fourth strategy, uh, you can, with a lot of whole life, is what they call a reduced paid-up insurance. So based on the cash value, based on the policy, you can uh, say, okay, rather than having a $200,000 benefit, like I was in a previous example, make it 100000 and I want to know about it, and they a lot of contracts will allow you to reduce pay-up. Now, there might be taxation in that. You have to be careful, and that's something we have to look at. So that's that's another uh, strategy. Uh, the fifth strategy, uh, which we've done quite a few, we do several of these a year, is a strategy that if you're healthy, okay, many, many carriers uh, that offer universal life type contracts, they could be fixed or indexed universal life, they have a cheaper... Insurance than a whole life, uh, a lot of times their cost of insurance is a little lower, especially now, it's a little lower than the whole life. And in addition, they have much more flexible loan rates. And what you can do is transfer the loan and the policy for what we call like-kind exchange, where they will take it and from some of your cash, we'll figure out strategies of paying off that loan Plus, you may have to pay a little bit of money, some premium, but uh, we found them to be very successful um, in in solving some of these loan rescue strategies, which is not that common anymore. We used to do it a lot, but you know, a lot of representatives don't even realize you can do that strategy. So I think that's a strategy. Uh, strategy six which a lot of people don't talk about. Let's say you're much older or you're, you have health impairments. Uh, one strategy could be to actually sell your policy. Uh, if you're older or your parent or grandparent is older and they got big loans on these policies or they just can't afford to pay the premiums anymore uh, because they're, you know, they're on a fixed budget, you're on a fixed budget, um, and, you know, when you were young and it was great, but now all of a sudden... You've outlived what your expectation, you know, your your money's not quite what you thought it would be, and you really don't want to pay for this thing. So you can, what they call, sell it. It's called a life settlement. And you hear about it on, on uh, TV all the time lately. Uh, oh, you got cash underneath your property or whatever. You got real value in that life insurance policy, and you do. So if you're in a loan situation, this could be a, another strategy 
for getting rid of that policy and somebody else will take over that loan and can get you out of that big tax burden uh, and prob- and maybe get you some money besides that you can use for your long-term care expenses or whatever else you need. So it's a, it's a humongous strategy. Uh, rather than having to pay, you get your own money back. So that's a great strategy. So everybody policy, every policyholder, uh, every person's situation is different. Every contract is different. You need a professional like myself to look at this in great detail so we can help you. So you're listening to the Main Street Code for Financial Success. Again, Neil Himmelstein, if you have policies like this, reach out to me, 631-647-4694 or themainstreetcode.com. I have old old shows there if you happen to miss one. I'm on Apple, Spotify, Long Island News Radio has an app now. So uh, many ways to get a hold of us, but the, the best way is to give us a call and let us help you with your insurance needs. Thank you, everybody. Have a terrific weekend. Have a nice day. Enjoy the summer. The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting,